It is Thursday, May 5th, 2022. Welcome back to another episode of the premier fantasy football podcast from Pro Football Network. I'm your host, BJ Rudell. This is a quick hit episode. I'm uh, going to spend uh, six, seven minutes uh, talking about uh, a specific player uh, who is currently undervalued. And uh, I'm going to try to walk through why I think uh, he is so undervalued and the mistake that experts, uh, hopefully not fantasy managers, but experts are making in evaluating the situation. And a lot of times news uh, can be deceptively wrong. I don't mean that on a macro scale. I'm talking about in fantasy football, we hear something from a reporter, a very well-meaning report, uh, accurate, um, but it doesn't tell the whole story. And there's a report that, uh, you know, Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky are expected to compete for the starting job with the Steelers. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, a former number two overall pick, the Bears um, uh, set their franchise back several years by uh, trading away assets to move up, I think, one spot uh, to get Trubisky and then didn't use him properly. Uh, They used him properly for about 10 games a few years ago. Uh, and aside from, he was good in fantasy during those 10 games. But other than that, uh, it's a, it's a what if scenario for Trubisky. What if he had um, had a uh, coaching staff and system uh, that could have actually utilized his talents more effectively? And what if the Bears had just waited and taken him a pick or so later uh, when he probably would have been available? But uh, beyond that, we're now left with a Steelers team that has Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. And the fantasy values of the two, if you look at their average draft position uh, as, uh, you know, in terms of, of, of where they're going currently and where they're being ranked, Trubisky is just ahead of Pickett uh, by, I think, three spots. Trubisky's a QB 30, Pickett's a QB 33. These are the kinds of mistakes people make, especially if you're in a two QB league. If you're looking at Pickett and you see him as a QB 33, um, that's a huge red flag that what you're looking at is not realistic. Um, The Steelers are not going to go the whole season in all likelihood with Trubisky at QB. They didn't burn a first round pick on Pickett um, to have Trubisky be the new face um, uh, at quarterback for the franchise. Pickett is the quarterback of the future. Trubisky is better fit as a backup. Doesn't mean Pickett is going to start week one. It does mean, I believe, in all likelihood, Pickett is going to start most of the games. And uh, believing otherwise, to me, is a stretch. It would require some kind of complete flop by the Steelers' first-round pick in camp. Now we have to look at Ben Roethlisberger last year because none of this makes sense if we don't consider what the Steelers did last year with Ben Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger had his worst season statistically uh, in about 13 years, uh, back when he was thrown to an old Heinz Ward and uh, and, uh, Santonio Holmes, I believe. And uh, in the backfield, Willie Parker and I think Moelle de Moore. And essentially, it was a very good team. Uh, Roethlisberger didn't have to throw much, and Roethlisberger at that point was uh, at the top of his game. 
you fast forward to last year, uh, Roethlisberger was arguably physically the worst QB in the league. Um, uh, his down throw passing was abysmal. Uh, Najee Harris uh, elevated Roethlisberger from what he should have been, which was a bottom five starting QB. And for a while, he was actually the worst fantasy QB of every QB who had um, played every game. I think it was through like week 11 or week 12 of all the QBs who'd played every game, no QB averaged fewer fantasy points per game than Roethlisberger. I don't know how that turned out, to be honest. But you're talking about the, the you know, in all, all respect to Roethlisberger, what an amazing career, but we're talking about fantasy. We don't care about um, the emotions that go with the end of a great quarterback career. We care about what can Kenny Pickett do in this offense? And the answer lies with what Ben Roethlisberger did in this offense. Um, this was a playoff team, not because of Roethlisberger. It was in spite of Roethlisberger. Deontay Johnson did well in spite of Roethlisberger. Uh, Najee Harris did well in spite of Roethlisberger. When you put Pickett in this offense, you can see how all these key players rise, how Johnson rises now that uh, you have a quarterback who can get him the ball with more zip and likely more accuracy. You see Najee Harris improve because defenses are not expecting four to six yard dump offs. They're looking at Pickett as a long, as a downfield threat that changes the way defenses position themselves, that changes the openings, uh, the potential openings for someone like Harris. And of course, we have to believe that Pickett would not be, if he starts, the worst fantasy quarterback or one of the worst. That is not how he's built. He's a very good quarterback. He deserves to be considered as a top 20. And because he deserves to be considered as a top 20, we have to consider that Roethlisberger was able to eke by in two QB leagues despite playing his worst season in more than a decade. So if we believe that Pickett, as a rookie, is physically more talented than Roethlisberger was at the end of his career, then I believe we're looking at a guy in Pickett who is already deeply undervalued at his QB 33. He should be no worse than a QB 22, knowing that if he wins the starting job week one, he should probably be in the top 18, 17 with a chance to rise further. Um, this is a, a dramatically flawed assessment of the QB situation based on the talent that exists, that exists with the Steelers, what we saw from Roethlisberger last year, and the likelihood that Pickett is going to dominate starts at quarterback. Again, I'm BJ Riddell, Pro Football Network. Find us at profootballnetwork.com. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.